everybody, and welcome to Solid Steps Radio. My name is Chad Russell, and this is my good buddy over here in this corner, Kurt Souter, and we are the co-host of a show called Solid Steps Radio. And we have typically, we're a radio show, and we've been doing this for going on four plus years, but we just recently had to adjust, like everyone else is having to adjust, uh, with the idea that we are now uh, doing things via Facebook, via live, via Zoom, via ways that we never really expected we would ever have to do these things. But today we're gonna have a show that is based on something that everyone is experiencing. It seems like every time now you click on any news, all news now seems to be, 90% of the news seems to be COVID-19 related. And so today we are gonna stay on topic, talking about a, a topic that is really buried underneath uh, kind of a foundational issue with the after effects of COVID-19. And if I said, how many friends do you have? Well, you may think, well, how many, how many Facebook friends do I have now? 2,000, this many, and, and we, we can start talking about friends from a world's perspective. But today we're going to talk about the power of friendship. And in a lonely world that is probably more connected from a technolo technological standpoint than ever before, but starving for friendship and intimacy, even though we have exposure to everyone. So today's show, we're going to talk about friend friendship and the power it, uh, it has opposing and fighting against uh, the enemy of loneliness. So welcome to uh, two guys who are dear are there, friends. Uh, right. Yes, I, I, do you hear me, Chad? Um, we got two buddies uh, who are have been buddies for a long time, and we're going to just just uh, hear their hearts. Both of them are pastors here in the Kentuckiana area. So James Santos and Chad Lewis, welcome to the show. Good to be here. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's a, yeah. it's a it's a joy and delight to have both of you guys. And uh, I, I, first of all, I'd love to have I just like like to have you guys talk about. What's your kind of uh, read on the folks that you are in contact with in your pastoral ministry life and, and, and friends and beyond uh, regarding COVID-19 and friendship? Uh, just do you have a read on that? Your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you hear the common phrase, I'm just feeling stir crazy, you know, being at home, um, you know, learning the ropes of homeschooling. I just, I just hear it quite, you know, a lot just in terms of just wanting to get out, wanting to go out in coffee shops or just the, you know, regular things I think, you know, men and women do for, as far as for social. And so um, I think there is this great desire to connect with friends again and to get outside the house and do what they used to do, you know, two months ago. Um, that's, that's the feeling sense that I get is just a lot of stir craziness and just a longing to just connect outside the home. Yeah. And I think I would add on to that, the reality that family units are, are put together. So a lot of the families who've talked to are experiencing a greater amount of stress because their children can't necessarily get out to do the activities they used to do. And we know that if, there are cracks in the foundation as people are stuck together. I know growing up sometimes 
the holidays would be the toughest of times because it's like, oh, we're in a car for 10 hours. Any any stress is going to be bubbling up. And so I think that magnifies the loneliness and the the heart's desire to be in relationship with someone who who sees you and knows you and they want to get to know you and they're for you. And I think when we're in a just this unprecedented season, we've, we've been pulled out of a lot of the opportunities to be in community group, face-to-face and, and a lot of the things that we're doing. So I, I think the threat of loneliness and, and stress is very high in our, in our, in our city and in our world. Are you guys hearing, um, I'm getting zoomed out. I am worn out with zoom. Um, I mean, it is, it's better than nothing, but are you hearing that from your folks? Yeah. You know, it's it's quite interesting because we're we're relational creatures. As as uh, great as uh, you know, Zoom can provide and see faces. Um, people are wanting some bro hugs. You know, they they want to <laughs> be be able to like touch and and um, or you know even a fist bump. But yeah, I think we're so made to to be uh, to belong, to touch, to be able to. Uh, see a face physically. I mean, that's just the longing is I, I want a hug, you know, um, and I can kind of get, you know, in, you know, Jewish cultures, you know, greet one another with a holy kiss. There's something, you know, intimate and endearing about that, because I think God has made us as not only relational creatures, but physical creatures. Yeah, you know, I was going to mention, um, I mean, five times it mentions in the New Testament that we are to greet each other with a holy kiss and and the, there's something very special and unique and powerful uh, we don't really do that in our culture today but uh, here in america but there's something powerful about that you were going to say something jane or uh, uh chad well i was just going to say the when we talk about that that holy kiss the the affection that we can show it, it seems so limited when it's a screen to screen and it like you said, it's definitely better than a telephone, which is better than a text. You know, they kind of go down in intimacy. But when we are not in someone's presence, even one of the things James and I talk about a lot is is uh, the concept that we're permeable souls. So we actually can in, incarnate the presence of another person in our in our in our presence. I'm using presence a lot there, but when we're not. You know, you can do that over a screen to a degree, but there, there's nothing can take the place of just sitting in a chair next to a friend, taking a walk with them. And and I think for me personally, doing Zoom meetings, one hour Zoom equals three hours of face-to-face meetings for some reason. I feel I do three meetings and it's like, that's a full day's work right there. I'm tapped <laughs> out. It's like, this is too much. Yeah, you know, um, I have I've encouraged several other pastors and other folks. I, there's something powerful about going, you know, socially distanced. My wife is weary of the words social distancing, um, but going on a walk and it's just, you know, staying a few feet apart. But there's something powerful about being able to sit on the front porch, six, eight feet apart uh, on the back deck, six, eight feet apart. Um at least you're, you're, you're able to connect. You don't get the, the hug, James, that you're talking about, but at least we're able to um, be in the presence of other brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, t- talk about uh, how God created us 
for this relational connection. He's, he said in Genesis chapter two, it is not good that we would be alone. Talk about that, you guys, from a pastoral perspective. Yeah, no, I've, I've meditated and reflected on that particular verse for quite some time. And it's quite interesting because when you hear of Genesis 2.18, it's usually in the context of marriage, but I think, you know, you can, you can broadly apply that to just to all of life. If it's, you know, all of life is relational, you know, and, you know, what in, one of the things that's profound that I thought was a, was something I didn't really catch is that Genesis 2.18 is before Genesis 3, right? Because, and, and here's the application, and we think when we think of loneliness, automatically, I think we think of it negatively, and I have to say, it was God who says it was not good for man to be alone. And guess what? God provides and meets that need by providing Eve. And so how I've you know, been able to share it pastorally to people is that I know our minds and our hearts are prone to, to feel and view loneliness as a negative thing. Maybe perhaps the invitation is that there's nothing wrong with you, but everything right of you because God created you for relationships. And so maybe that loneliness is the red light in the dashboard of your life signaling that to connect, right, to relate. And so that's something that's been brewing in me. And I think that's when I feel that loneliness kick in, I've been using that as an encouragement to my soul to say, you know what, Lord, it may be that I, I do reach out to Chad via text or pick up the phone or email um, so I've used loneliness and the impulse of loneliness as something, as a blessing, as a positive versus a negative. Yeah, and, 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 and James, talk about just real briefly, the, before you said before uh, Genesis chapter three, why, why is that important? Well, because we know what Genesis three is about. It's, you know, it's when sin entered the world, Right. And that's when we saw, we, we experienced shame and, and fear and guilt. You know, we, we saw the downfall in, 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 in reality of, of, of humanity. And so sometimes I think when we lump loneliness into, okay, this is the result of the fall. When I'm, I'm making the point, it's like, no, when God says it's, it's not good for man to be alone, that was something before Genesis 3. So it's before something sin. to really... You know, yeah, be, yeah, before right. sin, yeah, before sin enters the world, there is this alone piece. Um, we're going to yes. continue to uh, we're going to we're going to continue to unpack that, but we need to take a break. Yeah, as we take a break here, we want to uh, take a break, and we come back in the next next three segments. We're going to talk more about what it means to uh, what it means to have a friendship, and and especially, and we're going to talk to these guys practically about. Uh, when you spend a lot of time alone, uh, you know, how do friendships play into kind of combating loneliness? But we want to thank our sponsors right now, l and Credit Union and Vision First and Frank Enterprises. All three of those folks have helped us from the beginning. They help us now. They're local businesses. They've been impacting the community. If you have eye issues, go to Vision First. If you have money issues, go to l and Credit Union. If you have septic tank issues, you got a lot more problems, but call Frank Enterprises. They will take care of you as they have taken care of us. So we're going to take a break. Be back shortly here on Solid Steps Radio. So as we come back into the uh, into this, this next segment, 
the last segment we talked about really how loneliness not necessarily a bad thing but uh it's almost a god-ordained thing to kind of be a um a, a a red light on the dashboard as james had mentioned that there's something going on underneath the hood yeah and so um you know, I, I love you, you pointing that out, James, that in Gen Genesis 2, God says it's not good that man is alone and, and sin hasn't entered the world yet. And so we're in a perfect environment, perfect world, perfect relationships, uh, well, relationship that God, God had with Adam. And God says he needs somebody else to connect with. Yes. I, I just, uh, that's a powerful. Uh, I appreciate you pointing that out. Um, uh, Chad. Uh, Lewis, talk to us a little bit about um, the, the the Trinity and how even the Godhead, there's relationship in connection with God, Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, it's really easy to talk about, and it's not <laughs> mysterious that I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> talk about a deep question. No, we, we're talking about something that's so vast and mysterious and um but thinking about the perfect unity and the communion that the father the son and the holy spirit have and so that is an eternal unity and an eternal communion and i think that's what's so fascinating about as you read through the scriptures and as you get to the new testament everything in the old testament pointing forward you know the reality is that god is inviting us into community with the trinity and we can experience that in some small but real way with each other and so when we're talking about being united with christ and all these images through the scriptures ephesians 5 where the, we're the bride of christ or the double love command love god with all you got heart soul mind and strength love your neighbor as yourself like all of these things are relationally related and i think about our ultimate identity as believers is we're sons and daughters of the king we're we're going to be eternally like every like even as the scriptures say marriages won't carry over into the new heavens and new earth but we will be forever brothers and sisters in christ for all eternity so we are built for relationship and the modeling of that communion in the trinity is something that we'll be able to see and experience fully in the new heavens and new earth and we get tastes of it now but it's just a beautiful thing to reflect on um, that this is this is eternal, that God is infinitely joyful, infinitely loving, infinitely good. And he invites us into that relationship with himself through Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's beautiful. James, uh, you you wrote something a while back in, in, in kind of paralleling what Chad just said. You wrote, I need the help and safety of friends. Yes, I do. That's still true today, right? Are you are you just weak or what? No, yeah. no, that, that we, no. we all need that. Is so it's so no. true. We need. It. Uh, why did you write that and uh, share your heart? Um, yeah, regarding you know, and that. I and I think it goes back her to Genesis two eighteen. It's it's realizing that I'm wired for relationships, right? That it was God who first you know, identified and acknowledged that it was not good for man to be alone. And to make it personal, it's not good for James Santos to be alone. And so when I feel that that loneliness and that, that desire 
um, to draw near to others, that's, that's a good thing. And so to say and state, I need friendships, that's really echoing God's heart. And, and to be able to say, I need a friendship like Chad Lewis, that's, that is, it's not weak. It's actually strong. It's very God-like. It's very Christ-like. And so I, I do, I, I need it every day and I shouldn't, you know, blush at it. I shouldn't be ashamed of it. I, I, I should rejoice because when I need friends, actually the glory of God is, is manifest even brightly through that need. And so rather than being uncomfortable with that need, I need to rejoice and say, God, thank you that you have made me for not only you, but for each other. Yeah, that's so. very well said. Chad, you're going to say something. Yeah, I, I, I think James is hitting on a point that we're created to be needy. We need air, we need water, we need food. We need so many things in our creatureliness that God has created us to be in need. And when we push back against that, it'd be like a kid holding its breath just to prove a point. And I think when we it can acknowledge our weakness and like Paul in 2 Corinthians 12, that there, in my weakness, Christ, I'm going to misquote it in my, what is it, James? Help, help me out. Yeah, um, Christ's strength is made perfect in my weakness, right? See, that's why I hang out with James right there, because he can, <laughs> well, he can, get, the, for he can yeah. get the verse right. That's right. That's right. But his power is perfected in our weakness, right? And so if I can acknowledge when I'm weak, that's actually when I'm when I'm strong. And, and just to be able to say, here I am, this is who I am, this is where I'm at. And I think one of the things James and I talk about a good bit is the greatest wounds in our lives are from relationships but likewise the greatest healing in our life comes through relationship and so when i'm with james santos i know he's for me i know he loves me he knows my story i know his story we have so much shared experience and so we've got each other's backs and that doesn't mean we don't encourage each other and, and bring about corrective dynamics, just to rethink through things. But there's something healing about this relationship because I know James is for me and James knows that I'm for him. And that's a unique thing, I think, in this world and where a lot of times superficial relationships are the best thing that we have, but there's a deeper invitation there. Um, mm. to, uh, to talk, because as you're talking about the dynamics of you two becoming really good buddies and good friends. And we're going to talk about kind of unpack that a little bit more, how that started and all that. But as you were talking, Chad, it reminded me of Jesus going to the garden right before the cross. And he takes his friends with him. Yeah. Talk, talk about that, guys. Yeah, you know, I know a lot of the focus you know, is Christ, you know, praying to the Father, but also we can't uh, miss that in going to the Garden of Gethsemane, you know, Jesus invited Peter, James, and John. Now, again, they kind of, they failed, and they kind of, they did fail in, in staying up to pray with them, but I think the point is, is that even Jesus, the Son of God, who's God and man, needed friends, so there's nothing weak about that. Yes. There's nothing you know, bad about that. That's everything human. And um, which is an encouragement because that was one of the lowest 
parts or, you know, of his story is, you know, I mean, as Luke said, I mean, he was, he was sweating tears of blood. That's how uh, much anguish and pain and he needed friends um, to pray with him. So I, I think it's, it's very significant of what Jesus needed in an hour of need. In, in, in regards to COVID-19, we're, I mean, n- nothing close to what Jesus went through. Nothing, nothing close. But at the same time, Jesus needed friendship. And in, you know, speaking to our listeners, our, you know, we, we need to be connecting in friendship. Yeah. Uh, uh, Chad, you, you're, you're going to say something? Yeah, I think you're, you're right on there. And I think there's so many different, it's, it's really easy to make friendship seem simple, but there's so many complexities to it, right? Uh, we've, if we've been hurt before, we're not wanting to lean forward. If we are more introverted, we might feel very comfortable during COVID-19 for a while, but then our soul starts to stir a little bit. And I think when we look at our desires and longings, and we can get down to the base of that and say, man, I do long to be known and to be loved. And I think we, we can look at Psalm 139. We can look all throughout the scriptures and say we were created to be known and to be loved, but also we were created to know and to love. And so mm. when you put those things together, that's what we say a lot of times human flourishing is about, to, to know and to love and to be known and to be loved. And so I think there have been seasons, I'm 45 years old, seasons through my life where I've had deep, just flourishing friendships. And there've been seasons where I've wanted that and longed for that, but they weren't there. Yeah. And there've been seasons where I've been in the midst of a depression, deep depression, and been in a place where there, there weren't people. And it, it's, it's really hard. And so whatever the chapter of your life, the story of your life is right now, I think to acknowledge that desire and that long, it's like, like, man, I do long for relationship and to cry out to the Lord and then to take some practical steps to move forward towards relationship, even in the midst of such a time as this, which is, it's doubly hard, right? Maybe a lot more than that because of the restrictions we have. But I think acknowledging that and saying, Lord, I, I, I want to take a chance and and move towards relationship. And I'll throw one more point in is like, and and, and Chad, I'm going to cut you off there because we need to take a break. And I want to have you come right back after the break with that point, because we need to hear some practical how to's for our listeners. I want to thank our sponsors for our show, uh, Dan Hart financial. If you have some financial needs as far as investments or lack of, considering how things have been going financially. And literally some people are saying, hey, this is not what I planned. Dan Hart Financial can sit down with you and talk about that. Southern Smoke Catering, if you're gonna eat yourself emotionally, uh, emotional eating, they're a great place to do it. Uh, um, Southern Smoke Catering and then Bright Star Home Care. uh, If you have a loved one who needs to have uh, in-home care, whether it's one day a week or 24 seven, Bright Star Home Care are very caring, loving people who can walk through that process with you. So we're going to take a break. Be back shortly here on Solid Steps Radio. So Chad Lewis, you are going to talk talk to our listeners about some uh, leaning into during this COVID nineteen. Maybe you're maybe struggling with uh, being lonely, um, and just reaching out for friendship. Uh, talk, talk to our listeners about that. Yeah, yeah. I think even though there are challenges during this time, like our, our church has set up a, a 
a need kind of way to get in contact with people. And I think your local church is a great place to start. And if you aren't part of a church, uh, there are so many good churches in our city that you could reach out in faith and just say, hey, I'm lonely, I need something. And I think through that, and with realistic expectations that it not every time is gonna be um, the, the silver bullet where like, oh, this is my lifelong relationship I've been waiting for, but to say, even that step of faith, even if you reach out and don't receive something back, God honors that. And you're, you're pursuing a longing that it's a desire that is beautiful. And so I think keeping realistic expectations. And one thing we talk about sometimes is that after a week of relationship, you have a week's worth of relationship. After two months of relationship, you have two months of relationship. And sometimes people might see me and James or you and Chad hanging out and they're like, wow, I want that relationship after hanging out with somebody for a month. It's like, well, me and James have been walking together for a decade. You know, y'all been walking together for 20 years. That's a long time. And to say, take steps towards it. And through life, it's baby steps that we want to take and and move towards things in faith. James, you got anything? Yeah, I mean, even before this COVID-19, I literally wrote names down of friends that I know like, Okay, you know, which I mean, people might not do that, but that's like just something practical. If I can envision and say, you know what, it's a time where I'm at home or, you know, I I do work at home, but I did. I literally took the time on my journal, just started jotting as many names that I just would, that's life-giving to me. And, you know, there's some, you know, that I've texted and, and called and pursued. So, I mean, practically, I mean, there's been times where I, yeah, I, I've literally just practically just jotted names down and say, you know what, I'm just going to text and see if they're available. Because um, as Chad knows, I'm a very relational guy and I do, I thrive from in connection, genuine connection to be able to do, you know, chaplaincy and counseling. And that's, that's a way to get filled up is just to be heard, seen and known in another. So, um, so that's something practical I've done during this time. You know, um, Chad, you mentioned, uh, you know, pick up the phone and you know, possibly call, you know, uh, your church family. And I think so many people, even when they hear that, like, I, I could never do that. Um, it's, a, it's a, such a sign of weakness. And I think uh, going back to what we talked about in the first segment, no, that pick up the phone and talk and say, I, I'm lonely. And I need a, a relational connection. And uh, I just think that's just vitally important that our listeners um, be proactive, even when you might be fearful, even when you might have some reluctancy, step out of your comfort zone and say, I'm, I'm, I'm lonely. I need, I need a relational connection. Chad Russell, I, I sense you were going to say something. Well, I was going to say that, um, you know, I got a couple, there's different levels of friendship too. I think I want to hear from these guys that uh, not everybody, Jesus didn't take all 12 with them, right? Mm-hmm. He took his, his inner group. Um, and even in his inner group, he had one or two that were the most, talk about the different uh, levels of friendship. If there are, so there are some people who you're, you're, you're going to call at three in the morning when you need something. And then there are people who there's still a level of that, but it may not quite be to that extent. I'd love to hear about that. 
Talk go. about that. Talk about that, James. <laughs> I can go first. I mean, I think it's true. I mean, there's, you know, a group of friends and it's a small circle where in terms of knowing everything about you, your dark, you know, times and stories, I think it has to be a small group, right? And I think there's a intentionality in Jesus that there's the inner circle. And then I think as you kind of grow, grow out of that, I think, um, you know, there's some that you meet at work, right? There's some that you meet at church and some in, in, the, in the context. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's some that, like you said, you know, Chad, um, Russell, that when, when you are in the middle of the night and you are struggling, um, you know, with you know, anything that's going on in your life, that those are the ones you're going to call. So yeah, I think in different contexts and different, even seasons, right? Um, you know, ch- you know, friendships can change, um, but then there's some that uh, that sticks for a lifetime. And there's even, you know, some that you've, you've been friends in the past and you're reconnecting, which I've done some of that even, you know, during the season because I've had more time. So I think there's different contexts and different even um, during, you know, just in, in space and time, so. Yeah, Chad Lewis, you gonna comment on that too? Yeah, I saw a diagram before of, and I don't, I think it's not necessarily prescriptive, but descriptive of relationships is where Jesus had the inner three uh, in the circle, and then they had the 12, and then he had the 40, and he had, you know, you can do concentric circles going out, and so much has to do with, like, when you have a heart connection with a, a friend that when you're able to spend time, you know their stories, they're the ones you reach out to when you're you're hurting and they reach back to you. You know, if you're texting them and they never text back, like that might be a hindrance in the friendship and different things. But I think I think realistic expectations and knowing like no, not everyone's going to be your best friend. I don't even know how that would work. Um, but to say like yeah, and, and sometimes, man, if you have one person you can call friend, that's that's a treasure not to be looked down upon. I mean, you know, that's it's. It's a beautiful thing. There is a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Yeah. Amen. And yeah. Uh, so, um, guys, we're, we're going to continue to unpack this. And I want to talk about you two and how you guys uh, developed your friendship. And uh, because I, I think all of us can really learn from each other just this blessing and the power of friendship. But we're going to take a break right now. We're going to take a break and we'll be back with a fourth and final segment of, of friendship and loneliness and uh, really what is the what does the word of God say about it and and what are your experiences with it so we'll take a break be back shortly here on solid steps radio and we want to thank our sponsors uh, Southeast Outlook uh, they're a, a publication that talks about what God is doing all around the world in our city state uh, nation and, and the planet uh, we also want to thank Iroquois family dental if they have two offices, one in uh, southwest part of Louisville and then also in the East End. And they are a family-friendly dental office here in Louisville. And also I want to thank Veritech Generators. If you have a home or a business that needs backup generator electrical service, Veritech can do that for you. And then Country Lake uh, Retreat Center. Uh, they will be opening up, I believe, later in the summer for limited retreats. And uh, if you need to take an organization someplace to get away, and deepen your friendships. Country Lake is the Country Lake Retreat Center can do that. So we're going to take a break. Be back shortly here on Solid Steps Radio. 
So, hey guys, uh, before I'm going to talk about your friendship and how it just you know blossomed over the years, I, I really appreciate your uh, your thoughts on that, Chad. When you said you know if you've been friends for a month, well, that's it's what you got. You got a, a, a month long friendship. If it's been ten years, it's you know you, hopefully you got some serious substance there. Um, but talk to the person right now who is experiencing um, uh, loneliness and what, what we as Christians, as Christ followers, we can do for a person who maybe struggles in relationships and what we can do as the bride of Christ, as the body of Christ, to be a blessing to others who are lonely, especially in the midst of COVID-19. You know, I, I would encourage a person right now who is lonely to, to think of someone that you do know in ways, whether it's at church or at work, where when you're around them, you feel safe. You feel like that you're heard and seen, you know, and um, in, in ways, I feel secure. You, you feel like you can just drop any, like, defenses down. Like, I just want to encourage, like, yeah, just to think of that person. Um, and what would it look like? I think we've discussed this already is to maybe email, right? Or ask, you know, how to get a hold of that person. Um, I don't know. I think to be able to even just close your eyes and say, who are those people that, that I know I've ran across or, you know, been with where like, you know what, that's, that's a person I can really like talk to, um, and hear from. I don't know. I, I, I think that's a good place to start. Um, if you're feeling yeah. lonely. And, and what about uh, those who are not lonely? They've got, they're rich in friendships. What can we do, Chad, to be a blessing to those who are, you know, the, the, the widows, maybe a single mom, um, those who are maybe struggling physically? Um, what, what can we do to enrich them? Yeah, I think we, we have to remember, and we talk about one of the most um, Common commands throughout all scriptures, remember, remember, and so much as remember who God is, remember what we're called to and our calling for, you know, it's God's heart all throughout the scriptures for those who are hurting, for the orphan, for the widow, for those who need help. And so it's a mandate for us as believers. And so I think for me personally, I've got a lot going on in life, a lot of different things. We got our family unit trying to get our house ready to sell, all just all sorts of different things. And I can easily forget to turn my gaze outwards. And so I need to remember, like, who are these, these people that God has put in my path? And as I look out, remembering the widow down the street and just checking in on the phone call or, or shooting a text and just saying, hey, what do you need? Do you need anything? Mm -hmm. Remembering people that sometimes you haven't heard from in a while and God is laying them on their hearts. And I think as we pray and say, Lord, is there someone you'd have me reach out to that the Holy Spirit will bring a name to your heart that will be able to be the body and reach out. But I think through those means, um, remembering not to stay so internally focused, but to look look outward so that we the, we were blessed to be a blessing, right? So to, to be able to remember like, man, we wanna, we wanna be a blessing during this time. Yeah, you know, uh, Proverbs says, he who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. There's something about when we reach out to those who are lonely, the widows, the orphans, those who are struggling in, in a variety of, you know, sickness or whatever. Um, there's something, there's somehow, there's, 
when we reach out, that we end up being a blessing uh, and we get blessed probably in an even greater way. Mm -hmm. um, Chad and James, talk about your friendship and uh, some lessons that you've learned and, and how you guys got connected, you know, uh, 10 plus years ago and how God has blessed you guys together in your friendship. I have to give first. So, you know, we knew, I knew Chad through ministry at Sojourn, but he did something that was very intentional and proactive. Maybe I think it was around 2014, 2015, because Chad knew of me. He just said, Hey, James, what would it look like if we just take that? I just like listen to your story. And I remembered it was in the middle of the sanctuary at Sojourn Midtown, right in the middle of St. Vincent's Cathedral. We took two seats and right there in the middle, he, you know, Chad listened to my story. And I don't, I don't think anybody in my life has just asked me or invited me to say, hey, I'm your story. And I tell you that from there, I knew that I was loved, you know, and I, I was accepted for who I am. And it makes me even emotional to think about it because, you know, oftentimes because of my work, I'm the one who usually is the one who's sitting to ask people their story. But that day it was special because like, wow, my friend wanted to know me for me. And ever since then, you know, I've always, I've shared that story because I think that was the beginning of our, our deepened relationship. Um, and friendship. And um, so one important marker, I think we, you know, Chad and I share this, is the importance of story, right? Mm -hmm. Is the story of our lives, not just the surfacy, but knowing us for who we are, because I think we are so wired and created to be known um, and to know, right? And um, I can say, you know, through Chad that he, he knows me and I know that I'm known by him. And there's something that's, that's powerful and comforting and securing and and, 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 and accepting, you know, even now. So that's a little bit of some of our history. That's awesome. Yeah. What about you, Chad? Yeah, I think before that, like six years ago when we did that, we were, we were friends, we were pastoring together, all these different things, but it's almost like that reset a new foundation for us to go deeper on. And it was like when we had that heart connection through story that we started a weekly face-to-face um, -face meeting a lot of times we I remember I still have we both have notebooks filled with stuff just stuff that's brewing in our hearts dreaming about ministry talking about family struggles in our lives and that's really become a weekly rhythm for us for years now and so we, we'll meet face-to-face -face or in this season through FaceTime or Zoom but we text really almost every day just in a loop with a lot of times our friend Scott Holman who lives in Washington State and and mm -hmm. we're just saying prayer requests, encouraging quotes. James is the best with just so much that he just shares with quotes, prayers that he's meditating on. And then we just reach out. And he's actually, I, I've been such a an introvert in my life and just caring for others through ministry and so many other things. It's taken friendships like James to draw me out. And so even if he asked me, how are you feeling, Chad? I might say, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a real good, I got to really slow down and think like, oh, I do have a feeling down there. Okay, <laughs> let me pull it out before it, before I implode or something. But that's been huge 
the rhythm of consistency and time and investment, and it's it's paid off in in beautiful ways. Yeah, what you guys are describing is uh, what I, I sense that David and Jonathan had in the Old Testament, yeah. and uh, and I, I have to you know as we begin to wind this uh, show down, and uh, it's it's just been great to have you guys to be able to share, but. I, I got I got to talk about my my, my brother uh, Chad Russell. Um, yeah, we we have been buddies uh, in a discipleship group almost twenty years ago, and uh, he was a brand new Christian. Uh, he he just began to learn how to spell Jesus, um, <laughs> and uh, it has been. Uh, we get together every week. And we, we're supposed to talk about radio, but we talk about so much other stuff. What are you, what are you laughing about over there? We talk about life, and then we talk about 10 minutes worth of radio for the show. And, um, and it's funny how we talk about transitions of, of Kurt discipled me. Like, there's just no two ways about it. He discipled me for two years uh, as a new believer. And uh, I was in a group setting with, you know, 10 or 11 other guys, actually, and and yes, there was curriculum. Yes, there were meetings. Those were beginning and endings of the meetings. There were there was homework to do, but I was being discipled relationally by by Kurt. And now years later, where I still think of him as a as a Paul figure to me, a, a big brother. It's also kind of morphed into a friendship. It has been. It's morphed into a friendship as well. To where uh, you know Paul had Timothy, but he also had Barnabas, and and. Kurt will always be a Paul to me, but, but we've just, it's just a friendship that uh, he's heard my worst and he's, I've heard his and uh, we're, we, we just got a lot of, of dirt on one another. And uh, we, <laughs> we, 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 we covenant together that nobody else will know. <laughs> but you know what? There's something about someone. There's a very popular song now that, that talks about how you see all my faults and failures and you still call me friend. And uh, that, that's just a, it's a snapshot of, of what God, how he sees us. He sees all the nastiness in us, all the things we've thought we've ever thought, we've ever seen, we've ever seen. He knows it all, but he still calls us friend. And there's something about that grace and mercy. And, and you know, so there, there's something about that relationship uh, that if very few people can say they have someone who they can do that with. And the sad part about that is we were wired to have that. And when you think yes. about that in the context of life right now, how many people don't have that person to connect with? And so they'll pick up this and then they'll connect with the wrong stuff or just false connections. Uh, as we finish up here, guys, James and Chad, any final thoughts? Yeah, you know, again, um, when loneliness comes, like I think I use that metaphor, um, rather than looking down on that and maybe shaming yourself or hating yourself for it, but to say like, no, it's... it's it's God's invitation to connect with a friend, right? There's nothing wrong about you. Um, I think it's God's grace inviting you to connect with friends. Yeah, and that's, I was just going to add, I think, the beauty that we have a Savior who identifies yeah. with us. He knows our loneliness. He experienced what it's like to be misunderstood, that he... He knows us, and, and like Chad was saying, he sees everything in us, but he, the tender part is he wants us. He wants us in relationship, and to cry out to him. He is the one who sticks closer than a brother, and 
and um, during this time to to pour like the scriptures encourage us pour our hearts out before God and and he hears and, and persevere the Lord Jesus called his disciples friends and and we can become and he can become our best friend if we lean into that relationship guys it's been absolutely awesome to have you on the show thank you so much Chad thank you James um Hey, uh, uh, Chad Lewis, would you just close us in prayer? And uh, as we, and just pray for our listeners right now. Would you please pray? Yeah, please sure pray. Will. Father, we thank you for this time, the rich time to talk about this beautiful subject, this beautiful gift that you've given to us. And Lord, I do pray and just ask for those listeners who are lonely, experiencing just even gut-wrenching loneliness that you would meet them in the time and place of their need, not just intellectually, Lord, but in an experiential way that you would give them a, a hug, a kiss on the forehead, or that you would plant seeds of hope in their lives, that they're not alone, that you're with them. And I pray that you would, as they step out in faith, Lord, that they could participate in, in this, this movement towards friendship and that you provide friendship towards someone that they can connect with. And, um, and even many years from now, they can point back to this time as a catalytic time in their lives where they move towards friendship by your grace, and then they can help others who are in loneliness. And so, Father, we, we pray that you would work in miraculous ways in our lives as we depend on you. And we ask this in Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thank you, James. Thank you, Chad. You know, I wrote down here, as we finish here, I wrote down here something that the whole hour was worth hearing, and James said it, and you may not even know he said it. Loneliness is an invitation. And if we see it instead of being something that's wrong with us as much as it is an invitation to look upward and, uh, and to look at, at a place that is, God is never ending. He, he, uh, he's infinite. <laughs> it's hard to understand that, but he can never go, you know, I've had enough. I'm really spent. Uh, those words have never come from his lips as far as from, from the throne room, I guess. So how thankful is that we can have that friend? So we want to thank everyone for listening and uh, share this with a friend. Uh, this will air this weekend as we tape this live on Facebook, but we would appreciate you. And also check us out on a podcast as well. You go to SoundCloud, iTunes, and just type in Solid Steps Radio and you can hear this in its entirety. Commercial free thanks to our sponsors. So yeah, thank you for listening and watching. And we hope to see you next week. With every step I take,